88K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Julian Coyle. The top story is the MTR is to distribute free COVID-19 testing packs at 10 stations starting from tomorrow. Scores of people in quarantine at Asia World Expo are moved after a worker there tests positive for the virus. And a cyclist dies in Saikung after being trapped under a fire engine in a freak accident. The MTR says anyone who wants a COVID-19 test can get a free specimen collection pack with their Octopus card at 10 MTR stations starting from tomorrow. Candice Wong has more details. The MTR said vending machines will be set up at Ngao Tao Kok, Kwai Fong, North Point, Tiu King Leng, Wong Chok Hang, Tai Wai, Tai Po Market, Siu Hong, Kowloon and Ting Yi stations. Each day, around 10,000 packs will be evenly distributed among the vending machines, which are located in the station's unpaid areas. But one person can only get one pack, and it will need to be collected using an octopus card that will not be charged. The MTR said its mobile app will show whether packs are still available or out of stock. It said stations are only responsible for pack distribution and that people should return specimens to a government clinic. Health officials have moved around 100 people in quarantine at the Asia World Expo into different halls after a work at the temporary treatment facility was confirmed with COVID-19. Two other staff members have tested preliminary positive. Officials say the three staff had worked in halls 5 and 7 and had been in contact with people being quarantined. They say other workers who had worked in the same halls will now have to be tested. Albert Au is a Principal Medical and Health Officer at the Centre for Health Protection. I think the risk of outbreaks among the care workers in this, uh, in this uh, quarantine site is, is low because all the staff they uh, have worn adequate PPE and after this incident we will um, uh, enhance the infection control training for the care staff and, and also uh, to enhance the other infection control measures. Hong Kong reported 87 local cases today. 36 of them, or just over 40%, were from unknown sources. The airport authority has said a family member of one of its security personnel has contracted uh, COVID-19. Earlier, the police said a 54-year-old police officer working at Kowloon City Magistrates Court had tested positive. Earlier, a government advisor on the pandemic urged people not to go out and celebrate Christmas in restaurants and bars, saying we're only halfway through the COVID-19 marathon. Professor Yun Kwok Yung said the current wave of infections could be curtailed if the strict measures from July were reintroduced. Here's Violet Wong. Yun Kwok Yung says the latest wave of infections was expected, given that border measures were not watertight and some people in restaurants and bars did not abide by anti-epidemic rules. The University of Hong Kong microbiologist told Commercial Radio that if the government stepped up social distancing rules as soon as possible, infection numbers could fall within one to two weeks. He also noted that travellers flying into Hong Kong were not aware they should not eat or drink two hours before giving a saliva sample for a COVID test, in case this diluted their sample. A cyclist has died in Saikung after being trapped under a fire truck that appeared to lose control and veer into a parked car. Robert Kemp has more. The accident happened just before 2pm on Hiram's Highway near Yibi Haven in Pak Sawan. Footage appeared to show the fire engine veering left, catching the man who was cycling alongside the parked car. The impact was enough to push the car onto the kerb. 
Rescuers freed the cyclist from underneath the fire engine, but he was unconscious and was later certified dead after being rushed to the Chenquano Hospital. The police say they're investigating whether or not former lawmaker Ted Hoy had breached the national security law and was involved in money laundering, as they confirmed that about $850,000 of his funds have been frozen. Mr Hoy, who had announced he was going into exile, had complained that at least five bank accounts belonging to him and his family members have been frozen. In response, the force confirmed it had asked for the accounts to be frozen because they suspect Mr Hoy of embezzling monies raised from crowdfunding and colluding with foreign powers. As despite Mr Hoy stressing the funds he raised last year for private prosecution cases have all along been kept in the bank account of a law firm unlinked to his or his family members' bank accounts. In the latest developments, Hoy said on Sunday night the HSBC bank accounts of his family had been suddenly unfrozen. He added that some funds in his personal accounts have also been unlocked and he and his family had immediately transferred the savings to other places due to what he says was distrust in HSBC. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just after five minutes past 11. The Bar Association has condemned a death threat to a judge saying it's a most serious assault on judicial independence. Its warning comes after the office of Chief Magistrate Victor So reportedly received a call threatening to bomb the judge's family. It's believed the judge, one of the judges designated to handle national security cases, received the threat shortly after he remanded pro-democracy media tycoon Jimmy Lai in custody. The Bar Association stressed that making a threat to kill a person is a serious offence and the offence is aggravated if the motive of the threat is to frighten the judge into making a different decision in future cases. A veteran media executive has slammed the sacking of dozens of journalists at cable TV on Tuesday, calling it a politically motivated decision and an attempt to undermine people's right to know. Some 40 staff were laid off, with more than two dozen other journalists resigning immediately in protest. The chief advisor of commercial radio and former general manager of TVB, Stephen Chan, says it wasn't sensible for cable management to axe the entire team working for its flagship investigative programme, News Lancet. But he thinks any political pressure for the sacking would have come from the station's owner, rather than Beijing or the SAR government. What they are doing now is really to get rid of the thing which given its own brand. So if you are in any reasonable sense, in an economic sense, from an operating uh, point of view, you would not have done such a thing. District Councillor Lo Kin He has been elected as the new chairman for the Democratic Party. He will succeed Wu Chi Wai. The party has been holding its polls to select new members for its Central Committee and Disciplinary Committee, as well as its vice chairpersons. Resigned lawmaker Lam Chuk Ting and Kun Tong District Councillor Edith Leung have been picked as vice chairpersons. South Korea is raising its coronavirus alert level to the second highest tier as it battles a rise in infections. The Prime Minister said South Korea was facing a critical period when infections rising last week to more than 500 a day. The BBC's Ellen McConnell reports. The new restrictions which come into force on Tuesday will apply to the capital Seoul and surrounding areas. Gatherings of more than 50 will be banned, while restaurants and many shops will have to close at 9 in the evening. Venues such as gyms and karaoke bars will also face fresh restrictions.
Sunday saw new infections in South Korea rise to 631, the highest in nine months, and health officials have warned that critical care hospital beds are in short supply. Earlier this year, South Korea was widely praised for tackling the spread of the virus by aggressive testing and contact tracing, but it has struggled to contain this resurgence. Brexit trade talks restart in Brussels today between the chief negotiators of Britain and the EU. Three key sticking points remain unresolved, fishing quotas, competition rules and ways to solve future disputes. British Minister George Eustace said the government would reintroduce the controversial Internal Markets Bill tomorrow, which would breach parts of the withdrawal agreement between Britain and the EU. And he warned time was running out to get a deal. If the um, ambience warms up again and actually great progress is made and it's just about sorting out the detail, well, then you can always find more time, you can always extend. But I think unless we can resolve the, these quite fundamental uh, divergences at the moment, then uh, you know, we, we are going to have to uh, take a position in the next few days. The British broadcaster Peter Alice, who commentated on the world's greatest golf tournaments for nearly 60 years, has died. He was 89. Hollis was still working weeks before his death, commentating from his home in England last month on the US Masters. His first broadcast was in 1961 during a tournament in which he also appeared as a competitor. Barbara Slater, the director of BBC Sport, described Hollis as the voice of golf with a magical turn of phrase that no one else could match. To football and in tonight's early kickoff in the English Premier League, Crystal Palace have thumped 10-1 West Brom by five... Co- by five goals to one, with Wilfred Zaha and Christian Benteke getting a brace each. And to end the news, the top story is once again the MTRs to distribute free COVID-19 testing packs at 10 stations starting from tomorrow. Scores of people in quarantine at Asia World Expo are moved after a worker there tests positive for the virus. And a cyclist dies in Saikung after being trapped under a fire engine in a freak accident. The news from... Thanks a lot to Julian Quayle in our newsroom. We'll have more headlines at midnight. Ten minutes after 11, hour two of Sunday Light. There is something wrong with sounds today They never really captured how I feel and whatever happened to the sounds today I think that they are lacking something real Like them old school jams That kind of make you want to dance Lose yourself in music, feel so free It's time to take your stand and turn things around I want you to express yourself through music And don't hide it And just sing it Let's get it together Baby 
know just for you. Yeah, yeah. So what happened to the sound today? I know that deep down you still love your music. And Thirty minutes after eleven on Radio Three. Time flies by when the night is young. Daylight shines on an undisclosed location. That was Nate James. And this is Rita Ora. More from Brandy. Lined up next. <laughs> 